Do you ever have that feeling that there is just something different about you? You walk around but never feel like you quite belong, wondering if your life has purpose? Well, I'm here to tell you that there is a purpose, and that many of you have strange destinies, that many of you may not be what you think you are, that many of you have not been awoken from sleep. As the realms open, your true story begins. Onero Poesis. It started with a dream, but it felt like much more than that. It felt so real that reality itself seemed superficial. And that was when they approached me. The Eight. I call them the Eight, but not all of the Eight always show up. Sometimes only three, other times just the One. I call it the One because I can sense that it controls and guides the others. They're made of shadows. Shadows darker than the darkest night. They hover around my bed while I'm asleep and unable to move, and they hiss at me in disgust and hatred. They speak to me, calling me names, their hollow voices seething with animosity. Hi, boy. Changeling. Filth. The Eight. That's how it first started, with me feeling like I was losing my mind, until I met the others. We're not all the same. We all come from different places and use different magics or have different abilities, but there is one thing that we have in common. We are all being hunted. Those of us that experienced the awakening try to seek out the others, but sometimes, many times, we're too late. The Others a beautiful woman sits alone at a bar. She sips on her cocktail and seems to have a lot on her mind. A man enters the bar and sits two seats away from her. He is very well dressed. He looks at her and smiles. She notes that he is attractive, but also gets the sense that something is off about him. His smile sends chills up her spine. She looks away and asks for the check. She leaves the bar and begins to walk back home. As she turns around a corner, she hears what sounds like a flute, and a few chilling notes break the stillness of the night. Then the shift happens. Everything around her becomes clouded in shadow, and she immediately staggers and turns pale. The pressure that she suddenly feels on her body is nauseating. As she tries to get her bearings, she looks up and sees the man from the bar holding an unusual flute. Hello. Who are you? <laughs> That's what I thought. You're just a fledgling. We are back in Vec's apartment. Vec is lying in bed listening to music when he senses a shift. He shoots up in alarm, jumps out of bed, and then turns around to find three of the shadow beings behind him, chanting a song. Mocking him with rhyme. Stop! You have no power here. Vec begins to cast a spell, making intricate movements and gestures with his hands, while the shadow creatures hiss in response before contorting and fading away. Vec ceases his casting and immediately reaches out to one of his companions, Darren, with his mind. Darren? Darren, did you feel that? It's a shadowing. Where's Pri? 
Darren is on the subway, bracing himself from the impact of the shadowing by grabbing a pole and trying not to get sick. Yeah, I felt it. As for Pri, it's a full moon. You know she's on the other side. Shit. They had to have known she would be away. They took advantage of that. Vec closes his eyes, concentrating as best he can as he tries to reach out to his other companion, Pri. Pri! Pri, we need you. They've started a hunt. They found another changeling, and we don't have much time. Pri? Shit! Vec stops attempting the connection. Darren, I can't reach Pri, and it looks like the new changeling is definitely in the other room as well. Can you get a read? Darren looks around the train, frowning at the crowded space. Finally, the train stops, and he starts to walk out. I can try, but it's a really bad spot. There's a lot of interference. Okay, I'm going to try and rune travel to her. Can you tell me what I'm looking for? Okay, well you better hurry. Darren closes his eyes to get a feel for the changeling that is being hunted. He senses her and staggers back. Vec, it's a highborn. Vec fumbles with a piece of charcoal and starts to create a ring of runes on the wall while chanting. Darren paces restlessly in the subway. You don't have enough time, Vec. They're closing the shield. Darren, I need you to try and reach Pre. But she's on the other side. It's gonna be difficult. Just do it! Darren mutters several expletives under his breath as he slowly deepens his concentration. Vec finishes his final rune and stands away from the circle, holding his hands out. He makes intricate hand gestures and the runes begin to glow. Vec jumps through them and finds himself in another city inside a shadow field. It slowly darkens and undulates in waves of power. He focuses on finding the source of the power and sees one of the eight's hunters. It is surrounded by large black spiders and giant maggot deities. They are all advancing on the highborn slowly until her back is up against the wall in terror. One of the spiders lunges at her quicker than Vet can respond. But then, the unexpected happens. Something instinctive in the new changeling kicks in and her hands fly out intuitively making gestures. She stops the black spider in its tracks, and with a quick, sharp hand motion, she crunches the spider and it dies. The hunter immediately tries to signal the other creatures to attack, but she moves her hands again, and this time targets the hunter's hand. With a look of shock, he drops his flute on the floor and shrieks in agony. Unbeknownst to her, though, a large black spider crawls up the wall behind her and prepares to attack. Vec rushes forward and leaps into the air, preparing a spell, though he's unsure if he's still too far away to help. Nevertheless, he shouts out a warning. Behind you! With a quick flurry of hand motions, the wall behind her comes briefly to life, grabbing the spider creature and killing it as Vec lands beside the woman. I'm here to help. The woman looks at him in alarm with giant yellow eyes. Stay back! I have no control over this! Her back arches and she suddenly lurches forward, her hands rapidly moving on their own accord before stopping suddenly, killing all the spiders and bringing the hunter to his knees. Vec looks around and sees that the shadow field is strengthening and in the distance he sees the eight faintly appear as they begin manifesting. Fuck! We need to go now! 
As the eight build in power and take form, the woman doubles over in pain. Vec tries to move his hands in an attempt to cast a spell, but the eight sense it and paralyze him, forcing him and the woman to watch in horror as they finish appearing. From outside the field, a strange woman tears through the barrier. It is Pri. Mahala! Kamatod! Draka! Suddenly, everything stops. Everyone, save for Pri, is frozen in time. She starts dancing, and the voice of Celtic women, melodious and angelic, can be heard. Generations of powerful women sing in Gaelic as she taps into power from another realm. Her long dress flows behind her majestically. She dances around the hunter and the spiders and maggot familiars, as well as the eight who have formed in a mass of black shadow. She stops and snaps her fingers. Time immediately comes back to normal, and the effects of her spell are revealed. The hunter falls to the ground as his neck and back snap in unnatural directions. The spiders and maggots curl up and die, and the eight scream in agony and fade away as Pri's banishment spell takes hold. Still, the threat is far from over. More creatures start to channel into the shadow field, these ones even uglier than the last. Hurry! We need to leave the shadow field before it closes and we're cut off from the other realm. Pri, Vec, and the woman start running. The field is closing, and though they try to open it with runes, it is too late. They turn around and try to protect themselves from the approaching creatures, but their spells sputter out, ineffective. Shadow creatures begin to surround them and they take defensive stances, otherwise helpless as the darkening field continues to seal their powers. Just as the first of the shadow creatures begins to attack, however, there appears a faint light in the darkness a hole being made from the other side of the field. Vec notices first and screams. Everyone, run! All three bolt, weaving around the incoming creatures and running as fast as they can to the opening, diving through with all their remaining strength, the opening closing immediately behind them. They land roughly on a crowded sidewalk. People walk past them hurriedly in confusion. Slowly, they pick themselves off the ground and see Darren, waiting for them casually as he smokes a cigarette. He looks over the new highborn, studying her for a moment, though he says nothing. The three look at him incredulously, but Darren simply shrugs, a half-frown on his face as he starts to walk away. Man, I always miss out on all the fun. The three watch him, stunned for a moment, as they realize how close they all came to death and then laugh as the tension melts away before running and catching up to Darren, all clamoring to share their recent experience. And the rest, dear companions, is to be continued. You're listening to Scintillating Stories, featuring Oneiropoesis, written by Stephanie Alia, adapted for radio play by Intervision Entertainment, featuring the voices of Danielle May, Stephen Farbman, Shislaine, and Ryan of Intervision. Edited by Producer Ryan, produced by Intervision Entertainment and What Happens After 2 a.m. Flute Solo, performed by Katerina Rose. Street Life, written and performed by Lobo Loco. Individual, written and performed by The Worldwide Spies. LVNA, written and performed by Night Blue. 
Parates Libertares and the Battle with the Childhood Friend, written and performed by Komiku. Q5, written and performed by Soul Flare. A Dark Blue Arc, written and performed by PC3. Artwork for Scintillating Stories logo, created by Lindsay Payton. Catch more Scintillating Stories on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and YouTube. To know more about Intervision Entertainment's ongoing and upcoming projects, including behind-the-scenes information, visit our website, intervisionentertainment.com, or hit us up using your favorite social media app. Finally, help keep the coffee flowing, and consider donating as little as $1 to Intervision Entertainment on Patreon.com. <laughs>